0: So with
1: no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. A Dead Man Speaks My cousins, Andres, Francisco, and Santiago had wanted to come to the United States for a long time. They were coming to see us, but they had got on the wrong train. And instead of coming to Austin, where I was, they went to Oklahoma, where I wasn't. While there, they worked as cowboys. Once while, the three were out on the range. One of their fellow cowboys became ill. They took the cowboy to the nearest house, which was a two-room abandoned shack. The cowboy died, unfortunately and the others put his body on some planks in one of the rooms and placed a candle at the head of the body and the foot. Then, one of the cowboys suggested a game of cards to while away the time. My cousin Francisco objected. He said, There's a dead man in the next room. We can't be disrespectful. The others refused to hear. They began to play cards and drink whiskey one of the candles began to burn very low and they had no other so andres told francisco hey go into the other room and get one of the other candles huh?" francisco went in the other room where the dead man lay as he clutched the candle the dead man raised himself up slightly francisco tripped threw down the candle And fell against the planks The candle at the head of the body Blew out and the planks flew up into the air As they did The dead man was thrown forward on Francisco His elbows pricked Francisco And he heard a shrill voice say
0: You must respect the dead
1: As for San Francisco He screamed
0: Help me A dead
1: man is trying to kill me When the Cowboys heard this, they ran out of the shack. Andres was the first one to recover. And he went back to see what happened to Francisco. Francisco had fainted. The Cowboys revived him, but they didn't go back to the cards and whiskey. They never again played or drank when they were around. A dead man did double headed there was a married man whose wife disappeared every night he wasn't aware of it because in the morning when he got up there she was fixing his lunch bag a neighbor advised him your wife goes out after dark she spends all night with somebody else see for yourself she puts a stick of wood under the covers so you think she's next to you The man took a look. It was true. When morning came, he stopped at the neighbor's house. You're right. Her head went out. Her arms went out. Her legs went out. Only her body stayed behind. The next night, he watched again. And again, she came apart. The neighbor said, Let her know what you've seen. Keep a bowl of ashes next to the bed and put the salt in it. Rub it on the place's where she comes apart and wait for her to return that night when the head came back it tried to clamp on not good it tried again not good it fell off came back and tried again not good the arms came not good the legs not good then the head said get up what do you want get up i want to know Why you did such a miserable thing? And to keep you from doing it again, I'm going to clamp onto you. She fastened herself to her husband. From then on, he had two heads. When he went to work, his wife's head went with him. When he ate, she ate too. When she answered a call of nature, it was through her husband's body. When it was time to sleep, she detached herself from her husband and lay beside him, chatting amiably. But at the slightest move, she was on the alert. He could not get away from her. One day, they were walking in the woods and came to a sapodia tree. One of the fruits had fallen to the ground. The man picked it up and split it open. He gave half to his wife's head and ate the other half himself this is delicious climb up there and see if you can find another one all right you stay here he took off his coat and laid it on the ground so the head would have a nice place to sit while he climbed the tree he found another fruit and threw it down to the coat he broke off another but it turned out to be green i've got a green one he said and threw it away and it hit a deer that was passing by The deer began to run. The wife's head heard the deer and thought it was her husband trying to escape. She rushed off in pursuit, and when she caught up with the deer, she fastened herself to his room. The deer ran on, trying to shake off the head, but with all the brambles the deer passed through, the head finally died and fell off. The husband climbed out of the tree. He cried, My wife is gone! She must have thought I was running away. I'll never find it now. What can I do? He went to confession. Then, in later years, when he was asked for the story, this is what he said. The priest said, I have to keep looking for my wife's head. I looked in the woods. I looked everywhere. When I found it, I went back to the priest and he said, bury it. And after that, I had to sweep the grave. He told me to go every day and report what I saw. Once, while I was watching, a little calabash tree grew up from the ground. I told the priest, he said, keep watching, see what happens. The tree grew larger. Here and there, a little blood oozed out, creepy. I described it to the priest, and he said, keep watching. Then a calabash fruit began to form, and soon it was ripe. I could hear a commotion inside I kept watching. When the fruit burst, I saw it was filled with little children. I told the priest, and he said I should go into town to get pieces of cloth. As soon as the fruits ripened, little children started falling from all parts of the tree. I dressed them with the cloth to cover their nakedness, just as the priest told me. And when the last man had fallen from the tree, I gathered them up in my arms and brought them home. The end. wow two more great stories out of the Latin American Folk Tales book by John Fearhurst. you guys know this book is turning out great stories right if you don't have the book go get the book you can get it anywhere go get it right but first and foremost is she basically just a suquayan or a hag of some sort um I don't know too many stories where the woman can, like, come apart in pieces. I think there's, like, maybe some Germanic folk uh, tales or even um, Russian. I got kind of like a uh, Baba Yaga Russian type um, witchery going on with the whole splitting apart of heads and everything like that, right? I mean, splitting part of uh, body parts, because if you know, at least in the Caribbean and on the southern uh, parts of America, when dealing with a witch or a hag or a supyant, you normally put salt in their skin, and then they can't get back into their skin, and they basically just die because of the sunlight. But this is like putting the part, putting salt on the joints where she separated herself, but then she was able to attach to him. And imagine that walking around everywhere with your wife's head attached to you. The whole neighborhood knows that your wife just be doing some crazy stuff. Like nobody's saying anything about that, right? Nobody. That's crazy to me. But also. When she thinks he's trying to run and she goes and, and, and jumps on the deer and then winds up dying because I guess she only needed a head to live. And then she has babies out of a tree? Um. Okay. <laughs> I, right. No clue. I had no clue what was going on there. Uh, none at all. The second story was um, Pretty self explanatory Don't disrespect the dead Don't play cards and and Drink whiskey around Dead bodies Uh, There are These kind of tales all the time I just wanted to give you that bonus story It was from Texas And that's where I live now Texas So um, I wanted to give you a story From um, My region I don't do too many Texas stories, so I wanted to give you guys that. I will try to give you some California stories when I come across them. Um, I think there's one in this book, so I think I'm, I'm going to try to do that for you guys. But that story, the doublehead, I can go on and on forever about it. The fact that he took care of the kids, I think, is the most important aspect of that. Because no matter what, as a parent, and as people we say The kids didn't ask to be here right? They didn't request To come to this planet But they're here And it's our job as parents Adults To take care of them And do right by them And I appreciate That message in there No matter what his wife did No matter all the craziness Children came from The from, a bad situation and he decided to take care of it that was awesome too but that's all I have for you guys this this book this story was bananas so (laughs) with that being in mind go see chef and get whatever he has for you I don't know what he has this time but go get the food dessert snack drink whatever it may be right And until we meet again for our next voyage down this coast, have a blessed day.
0: Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, Chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the stories you have just heard today we will be creating tres leches cake now what will you need for this recipe one and a half cups of flour all purpose and sifted. five separated eggs one cup of sugar one teaspoon of vanilla one teaspoon of baking powder three quarters teaspoon of kosher salt this is for the cake now for the milks for soaking you're going to need 12 ounces of evaporated milk 14 ounces of sweetened condensed milk and one quarter cup of whole milk and for the frosting you need one and a half cups of whipping cream and one tablespoon of powdered sugar. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Butter a 9 by 11 glass pot. Then lightly flour. Separate the eggs from the yolks and place them in different bowls. the bowl of a stand mixer or if you have to use a hand mixer place the yolks slowly add the sugar while beating on high continue to mix until the yolks are fluffy and ribbon stage this means to form a ribbon on top when drizzled back into the bowl mix in the vanilla. Now, sift together the flour, baking powder, and salt in a bowl. In another bowl, beat the whites until they form soft peaks. Slowly fold the whites into the yolk mixture with a spatula. Next, slowly sift the flour mixture into the yolk mixture and fold ingredients carefully. Try not to deflate the air whipped into the eggs. Now pour the batter into a prepared pan, place in a center rack and bake for 35 to 40 minutes should do or until the cake tester comes out clean. Allow the cake to cool completely before adding the milk mixture. Now for the milk mixture. In a large bowl whisk together the evaporated milk, sweetened condensed milk and whole milk. Pour the milk mixture all over the cake and allow it to soak for about an hour before frosting. For the frosting, beat the whipping cream with the powdered sugar until thick and forms stiff peaks, spread over the cake using a flat frosting spatula. That is it. Now, go, do what you do. Make this recipe yours, and until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember the story of the double-headed deer. And as always, my friends, enjoy.
1: Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at Afro Tales Cast. that's Afro T A L E S cast. And email me at AfroTalespodcast at yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, or rating in your podcast app of choice. If you wish to donate, I am on Patreon and coffee.com that's ko com so until we meet again may your winds be fair and your seas follow